Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi everyone, um, welcome to the Flats and Shanks podcast. We're both a little bit tired. Um, we've both um, been, you know, burning the candle a bit. Not burning the candle, more working quite hard. Don't want to go on about it, but doing lots of stuff. And we're both a bit tired and lethargic, aren't we, boy? I was up late last night watching Top Boy. How good? Have you seen it all yet? No, I've seen five of them. Mm, there's only eight of them. I know. Have you seen it all? Yep. Yep. It's so good. It's so good. I watched four last night because I couldn't sleep because I got a bit of jet lag. We're going to talk about New York in a second, but let's talk about Top Boy quickly. Mm. Um, what I say to you is this. I love it. It does make um, drug dealing and the international drug trafficking seem quite easy and quite glamorous because they all wear nice clothes and Deshane lives in an amazing flat mm. and... They drive nice cars, all linked to Ruben, which is a bit of an issue. Um, but it kind of makes it look cooler than I expect it really is. I think it glorifies it a bit too much. I'm not sure if it glorifies it. It probably doesn't, actually, no. But everyone on everyone on the show is... A lot of the people on there are very appealing, aren't they? They're all very like attractive and amazingly dressed and stuff. And it's almost like it, it, it's probably more accurate if they're absolute scrotes. But... Actually, this makes it better TV. It's sort of like a blueprint now of what great series are like, aren't they? If you think of like Gamora, um, yeah, very similar. Gritty. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. You're right. Are, That's a good what, what, what are the other ones now that we've watched? Uh, Subur, what's Subur? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's the one. Blood and Rome, or something. Yeah, Blood and Rome. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, but I finished it yesterday, so. Really, really, really good. Is that the last series? I oh, know it's the last series of Peaky Blinders. I'm also watching that at the moment. I've just it can't be that. the last series. You've done um, Yellowstone now, haven't you? Yeah, but then my mate Wiggy said that. I said I could. I went on Twitter and said, "How come I can't get it series three? Mm. And he said, "You got to buy the DVD, fella." And I don't even have a DVD player. DVD. I've only got a DVD player in my car. I don't have one in my house. Who has one? I'm not sitting in the car. I'm not sitting in the car for 10 hours. So how come it's on... Well, it was made in 2018. So how come it's still on DVD? Don't know. You can't... Have you got to order it from Tenerife? to watch. Have you got to order it from yeah, Tenerife? Yeah, there's probably some... Comes like, Rolex. People keep saying to me... We're going to talk about Sky Glass in a sec as well. People keep saying to me, you've got to get a hacked fire stick. Right? I have literally... I literally don't know what that means. I don't know what that is. I don't know where you put it. I don't know if I have to swallow it so I don't get caught by the government, by the feds. A hacked one, I, you, you'd, you'd think it, it probably is illegal. You can get a what fire stick. What is a fire stick? I've never heard of it. You, it's like Now TV, I think. You put it into the side of your TV and you've got loads of channels. I don't put Now have. TV into the side of my TV. It's an app on my screen. Yeah, but it might be. It's something like that. There's not an app on your screen, but you put it into your TV. And you can probably stream loads of illegal stuff from it. So don't do it, mate, because you're killing the industry. Jim Hamilton said he can get hacked fire sticks for 50 quid each. I'm joking, yeah. he didn't say that. <laughs> he didn't. I mean, if he could. I, 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 I don't know what it is. And I don't know. 
We can't watch Yellowstone Series 3, though, in our house, which is a real shame because we loved it. One day it'll come out. But this Friday um, on Apple TV, mm-hmm. um, Slow Horses starts, which is the, what's the word? Televisation, which is not a word, of a book. My favourite series of books ever, the Slow Horse series, the Slow House series by Mick Heron. My favourite ever series of books. I love them. Is it about murder? It's about a load of MI5 oh, rejects. I'm in. MI5 rejects, mate. And they get I'm sent to Slough House, which in. is where they go to die, basically. And they're all losers. Except, but the, the main guy who's played by Gary Oldman, which is a stroke oh. of genius. Jackson Lamb is my favourite character in any book I've ever read. Oh. Better than Jack Reacher. Right. Jack, yeah. And Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Who played Jack Ryan, Ryan better? Do you think it was Alec Baldwin? Or do you think it was Harrison Ford? I don't know who Jack Ryan is. Clear and present danger. Patriot that Games. That rings a bell. Uh, the Hunt for Red Patriot October. Games. Is that Jack Ryan? Yeah, I think he's, I think it's, I think Alec Ball. Are they all part Jack of a series? Are they? Yeah. You only like Hunt for Red October because it's got Sean Connery in it, and that's the only impression <laughs> you can do. And all you can say is these are my blueprints, and then the prom queen one. <laughs> that's what you got. <laughs> You know it. Losers always whine about doing their best. There you go. Yeah. So, okay, hacked fire stick. I don't know what it is. Okay, don't um, get it. Don't get it. But then someone, I said, do I get sky glass or not in the house? And people have replied. People, some people have said yes, but about probably 75% of replies have said no. Get a good TV and get Sky Q. The only thing is, Flats, is that you don't need a box when you've got sky glass, I believe. I think it's all built in. So you don't need a dish or a box. So therefore, you're saving on wires. And I'm you? also wondering if I'm allowed a dish. Do you know what I've done on my TV? Um, I've got a, a bracket against the wall and a plug against, um, right next to the bracket. Um, and you can just hide the little sky cue box down the back of the TV. Yeah, clips on, doesn't it? No, it just I just oh. push it down there. Force it. A bit aggressive. Okay. Have you been watching This Is Gonna Hurt? Seen it. Uh, what do you reckon? Really enjoying it. Really good. Really cleverly written. Um, the actors in it are amazing. Um, don't know how much is is actually true because it's obviously the, based on the story and the books written by Adam Kay. Um, but it's fantastic, mate. Really enjoying yeah. it. I love that actor. I've forgotten his name now. I love him. Yeah, he was Q. He was in a thing he? with Hugh Grant. He's he was, so he was also yeah, Q, Q in the new Bonds. He is brilliant, man. Yeah, I love that. So guy. good. Yeah, his boyfriend That's as well is also a cool guy. Yeah. I thought I might get a neck chain and leather jacket. I've got a leather jacket, but I never wear it in case you see it and take a picture of it <laughs> and then start sending pictures of that, me. I tell you with what, fonds I have got. Happy days on it. <laughs> I got a few pictures on my phone. I was just going through some pics of. Um, uh, my little trip to New York and I've, I found some of um, Reese Blumberg in some super super tight jeans um, oh from the last game of the Six Nations Super Saturday they are like you can see everything see what you have for breakfast yeah near enough and I've also got a couple of Jim Hamilton one of the top of his head which no longer resembles a biscuit yeah, okay. Uh, using powder, mate, apparently. And Really? Yeah. Oh, God. Another one of turn-ups on his jeans. Yeah. So. We need to turn up because he's only six foot nine, so he can't get jeans. He has to get jeans that are too long and roll, up, roll them up, doesn't he? He was also wearing a tunic underneath. It was like a T-shirt that was looked like a tunic or a nighty. If he'd, if he'd taken his jeans off, would it look like he had a, a T-shirt dress on? Yep. Cute. Like he was going down to the beach. And he had, a, he had his bikini on underneath. Bloody cute. Um, always in black, but pulls it off. Yeah. But he was looking well, looking well, even though he had a bit of a cold and he wanted some paracetamol. Um, he was on good form. Just loves talking about his podcast. Bit too much for my liking, really. All right, mate, well done. I said, I said are you tired? Yeah, you, I don't know. It, are you knackered and tired? And... Bit run down from screaming out, don't look back in anger for the last six weeks. Yeah. Every, <laughs> every event you've been to. 
they love it, don't they? Yes, the crowd of loves it, mate. They love it. They love it. The crowd app absolutely loves it. Um, good on them. Yeah, I mean, I the whole thing around makeup and stuff. So I'm not going to say his name, but I've got a mate that I saw the other day, and I saw him in the street. I say a mate, someone I've known. He's not. He's not a proper mate, but I've known him quite a long time. Is it my and I'd say hello, mate. My nonu with one eyeshadow. <laughs> It's DC. I, I, someone I would stop, always stop for a chat with. I've never had a beer with him, but I would always have a chat in the street and yeah. go into his shop every now and again, right? And he had makeup on. And he flat out had makeup on. And not like eye makeup, but he had whatever it is, foundation or I don't know what you have on your face, powder, whatever. But he had it on. Mm-hmm. And I noticed it and didn't say anything because I thought he, he's not going on telly. Am I, am I missing a this. trick? I thought, yeah, then I thought, then I saw him again and I just, I wonder if I'm right. And I saw him again and he had makeup on again and he was walking his dog. So he's walking his dog effectively past my house and I had a quick chat and he had makeup on again. Now, that's fine. But then I wonder, I don't, I'm not like taking the piss out of him here because I'm just like, why is he doing that? Mm. And then I start thinking about, well, all these people that do, on if you're on telly, you need to wear makeup. Like I... I always forget for the highlights we have to we've got a little pack to do our own when we get there and I always forget mine. I've never done it. I've never done it. It's, it's never left my car. Um Topsy doesn't forget his mind. He know he knows what he's doing. Um so I go on without it, but I don't really care. But then I look at people and think, you know, the people who have the like the pl- hair plugs done or people who wear makeup socially, whatever. I think wear makeup if you like, like go for it. But I think if you can achieve a point where you are absolutely happy with, you don't care and you're just completely comfortable with what you look like, life is so much easier. And to that end, uh, I wanted to ask you about teeth whitening. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I drink a lot of coffee. I think I must I must need to have my teeth whitened. I must need to. Yeah, I've got a video of you on my phone um, when we did Amazon Games during COVID, getting makeup yeah. on for Cocoms. There you go. <laughs> just for, <laughs> for Cocoms only. Well, I was going out after. Look, stupid, mate. Uh, um, but the teeth. I, like, my point good, wasn't like lucky old me. I don't because I don't massively care what I'm. Not, I'm going on holiday next week. I don't yeah. really care if I've got a bit of a dab by the pool. I couldn't give him monkeys. But then I'm. I feel lucky. But then at the same time, I I did smile into a selfie the other day for someone, and I thought, oh yeah, I, I could probably do it by having my teeth whitened. Yeah, but you'd, you'd be by the pool, and like people look across, and you know, you got traps, you got arms, you got musty legs, and they look at you and think, wow. I won't mess with him. He means business. Yeah. He'd have Will Smith in a fight. Yeah. Um, teeth whitening. So I went to the dentist and I can't remember. It was quite expensive because they've got to make molds for your teeth, like professional molds. Yeah. And then um, they do it initially. They start off and they put some sort of UV light on your on your Got teeth. that UV light. Yeah, 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 bruv. And it takes about an hour and a half, and then they give you some gel to do it after. So I, I actually need some more, but it's definitely worth doing. And yeah, you know, I'm actually glad that you've come to me with it rather than me come to you and say, do you know what, mate? Those knickknacks need whitening. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you do. You do. How far away from telling me were you? Uh, I haven't seen you for a while, but um, just makes you just makes you more confident, mate. When you're smiling, you can show your teeth. Yeah. Oh, but you see, I yeah, again, I, I don't. That's the thing. Is you like, haven't got bad teeth. I'm, I'm if someone joking. said to me, if someone said to me, um, you know, buy this thing that you really like for two hundred quid, and you'll really enjoy it, it's like, yeah, great. If someone said I can make your teeth perfect for two hundred quid. I'd literally be like, nah, won't bother. Should we? That's how much I care, but I should do it. We should go to Turkey, mate. We should try and get a gig over in Turkey, and you and I both go, and we'll just get veneers. Oh, yeah. no, have you seen what they do? They drill yeah. your teeth down into little stumps. Yeah, I know, but boy, do they look good after. Everyone's had them. Like, do you, you know what I would do? If I, if apart from I would have a Will Ferrell. I, I, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, my teeth are quite straight. Mm. They're quite, that's luck, but I would... I would have a brace because then I think I always look at when, when they're not straight, I always look at them and think it must just makes them easier to brush when they're in one line. That's all I think. I went to, Less effort. yeah, I went to have a look at Invisalign because my, yeah, mine are quite knackered down the bottom because um, of rugby. Yeah. 
and <laughs> <laughs> like a bag of chips and, <laughs> and uh, fence tape, is it? <laughs> apple through a tennis racket no problem <laughs> um, and it was about four grand I think and it was like a year to wear Invisalign's for a year and you've got to keep them in you can only take them out when you eat which would be quite common um, but yeah, you wear them all through the night um, but then, so it's four grand, and I just thought, oh, I don't really want. I'd rather spend that on a holiday, or you know, yeah, put it in, put it in an account for my kids um, to spend, invest it for my kids, or or buy a watch. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So I thought I'm not spending that on that. So I bought a second-hand AP. <laughs> so I bought an electric bike. Yeah, I tell you, what I did buy last night because I couldn't sleep, and I'm, that's the worst thing. Um, for me, do is, you? yeah, I buy stuff. Tommy, um, I bought a um, a chip fryer. What to make some homemade chips? So to what? make so you obviously you know, when you make homemade chips, you want to put them in the oven. We can air fryer. Have you got? I've got an air fryer, but but this is a, a proper chip fryer. So I like at the chip shop with a basket that you lower in. Yeah. So you can do other stuff in there. You can do things like donuts, uh, KFC, all the healthy stuff. <laughs> Mars but, bars, pizzas. But what I'll, you, I can do um, treble cooked chips now. So, you know, it's obviously oil. I, I assume it's, what do you use? Probably vegetable oil in there. So Extra virgin. Yeah, okay. So you've got the little thing you lower in and then you let them dry out and you do them again. Is that how you triple cook I chips? So. I think so. You, well, you boil them first. Yeah, and then some some people say what form of cooking is to put them in cold water. That's another process of cooking, and then you put them in the oven. But I'm going to just put them in the fryer. Oh my god! I'm looking forward to it though, mate. That'd be good. I I got my first of my barbecues up and running the other day. Yeah, I had one yesterday as well. What do you have? I had well, all I've only had one, so I haven't been here. But we just had some um, some burgers and some pork Ooh. tomahawks. Nice. Um, but I've got the gas. I've only got the gas grill up and running at the moment because everything else isn't finished yet. I cleaned the gas grill yesterday. I got a Napoleon one. I was going to get a They're new good. one this year, but at some stage I do need one. I, I probably will go Weber, but you know you got to take. I got to take out a small loan to get one. That's the only <laughs> thing. But they punch I, you, though. I cleaned it all, so got all the grease off it. I know you should probably do it regularly, but I haven't. And I also put a load of sand in the drip tray down the bottom because. That sometimes was lighting up, and obviously the sand will just oh, that's a absorb, good idea, Tom. absorb the fat. Uh, but yeah, I had some field on flour burgers yesterday. Delicious. They are. We had them the other night. They are so tasty. How do they make them? So I make homemade burgers. Yeah. And they, I love, but they're just not as good as the field and flour ones. So I've stopped bothering. Now. I flatten them as well before I put them on. Oh, so, so I, you I flatten burgers. them in my hands, just because they cook a little bit quicker as well. That's so but I've, I've done a lovely order for. Um, barbecue oh, stuff yeah. yeah so again did it last night uh, got some of that sweet chili chicken and ginger sweet ginger chili chicken I think and lemon yeah. chicken strips I've got a load of um, thighs chicken thighs coming because I'm going to make some homemade kebabs oh yeah um, which, I, which I googled last night I've got some steak coming because I'm going to make some homemade jus to go with it as well. Make my Lewis oh. Smith give me a great recipe for it. Oh. Um, and a load of sausages. And I've I've bought, I think I bought forty sausages. Oh, do you know why? Why? Because it's golf season coming up, and because I'm such a great bloke, I cook the sausages in the morning. No matter do what time you? we're teeing off, if it's seven foil. o'clock, put them in foil. Put three or four each in foil. And we eat them around the course. I bet the boys flipping love that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just a ticket. Oh, that's good. That's good, fella. Well you just done. get your hands a bit greasy. That's all. You that's all right, fella. No, that's okay. You got to pinch them at one end and feed it in in one go. Yep. Like a I, I'd get if I had four sausages with some foil. I would wrap the foil around the bottom of all four, make one long tray, mm. and I'd have four sausages sticking up. I'd oh. eat them like a Kit Kat. I'd just eat them across the top. I've also got uh, eight or 12 pork and black pudding sausages coming from Fiona Yeah, good. 
Very good. Mm. Very good. And I've got a very little bit good. of fillet for a roast I'm going to do on Sunday. Oh, Tommy. Oh, I mean, God. I'm trying to eat healthy because New York food. Yeah, but that is healthy. You're eating good quality meat, fella. That's fine. I did I did field and flour, uh, herb marinated um, flat iron steaks last night from the Black Label. Oh, nice. Put them into wraps for the kids and steak and salad wraps. Very nice. Oh, Very nice, Tommy. Well done. A simple meal. Nicely well, done. In New York, fella, I went to Hawksmoor, which was... Yeah, Very they get nice. it right, don't they? Yeah, a lot like pasture, yeah, in a way. They get it right. Uh, I'm going somewhere this week called the, the Cow and Sow in Bristol, which apparently is mega. Okay, steak? A steak, yeah. Sounds I'm good. going there with um, the Allied crew who do tool hire, basically. You met Brett, right? Brett um, from Allied. We've known him years. Remember you and I did that first live show we ever did with Warby in Bath? Yes. And there's one mate of mine who said he had a question, then bottled it. Yeah. That's Brett. I was it. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't bottle it now. He's grown in confidence so much. Um, his teeth whitened, does he? Yeah, he's teeth, his teeth done. He's had his airplugs done. His teeth whitened. Um, yeah, he's good. Um, right, we've got 25 minutes to do the rugby because I'm... Okay. Just quickly though, if someone's listened to this and wants to give us veneers oh, for free, God, no. would, would you have them done? No, no. Really? My teeth, are, my teeth are healthy. I'm not drilling them off. Yeah, but they're not... They're, they're quite short, your teeth is what I would say. <laughs> you think I should have longer teeth? <laughs> I should have longer teeth. There's a lot of hippo. Oh, here he is, Bugs pony. Bunny. <laughs> quite short. All right, well, I will. Um, I'll tell you what, I saw Ben Kay, not a separate subject, but saw Ben Kay yesterday at the BT studio, yeah. and um, he's got a van. He's got a transporter van, and oh, I really one. want one. I really want one. I'm not a baby, but I've seen someone else has got one, and I want one now. Yeah, they they were good. I had a um a little ride and one down to the airport. They're good, but if you got loads of kids and a dog, and there's just loads of room in them, it's like, oh yeah, this that's the one. There is loads of room. Yeah, like yeah, way too much sometimes. But no, kids love them as well. well. As long as you got a another car. I use a guy um, Carl from VIP Connections. Who uh, I noticed that who takes me down? I'm, I start, that. I'm not getting for free, mate. I just no short Tom. It's absolutely fine. Just it's absolutely fine. A good service. It's credit at the bank, isn't it? And it's always like like your Mother's Day post, mate. It's just credit at the bank, isn't and it? And it's <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a nice way to travel. So anyone want yeah. airport runs or travelling around or want to go to Wimbledon, cricket, Cheltenham. VIP or just any other addresses, just other addresses. Mm. They can go to a house in Cheltenham. And that's... Wherever they like. <laughs> They're a taxi company, mate. They go just, wherever you ask them to. I'm just a nice guy, mate, honestly. That's I'm not it. like you. I'm not like you. Yeah, all right. Yeah, cool. cool, cool. Um, right, should we get into it? Yeah, we've got 23 minutes to do the rugby. We, okay. won't, we won't even need that. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's Friday. So Friday, Gloucester against Worcester was cancelled five hours before kickoff. Why? Now, this is one of them ones where that is late. So there are people 
there'll be people having lunch in Cheltenham ready for the game, mm. right? So it's cancelled at whatever it is, half two or whatever it was, if it, if it was five hours. I think it was five hours. So that is late doors, right? So there's all this stuff around COVID apparently swept through the place and reduced numbers during the week. And then a specialist front row, the last one available, failed his fitness test on oh. the Friday. So they couldn't play. Now, there's the thing is, it's one of those things. First of all, option one, it's all just the way it went and it's just bad luck. Mm-hmm. Option two, either way, there's a lot for the panel to work, disciplinary panel to work through here to decide who gets what points and whatever. But disciplinary whatever it is the whatever the not disciplinary the panel the other side the other like suggestion mm. is that it's a game where Worcester probably weren't going to get any points this might probably this might get them a couple of points yeah and the front row thing is one of those things where it's like can't play and it's like well you should have thought about this sooner well it's almost like the head injury thing no one questions it like it's a front row but the problem for everyone has got if they ever want to pull that card is that Cardiff lost almost everyone and mm. still put a team out in yep. Europe. If you, you know, did this lad, if there's a fitness t- test arranged for this lad, did they not know about his injury until Thursday night? Or did they know about it before and could slash should they have prepared for it by yep. <clears throat> recruiting, registering other pro player, other other pro or semi-pro tight head props? And there will be those guys around. Cardiff have proved that. Mm. So... I mean, you get the lad who get the lads who played for bloody Cardiff if you want. They're only up the road, so Aberavon doing see what the I lines. Mean? So I feel yeah. So I feel like the it feels like it's got a bit of legs. This one, it feels mm. dodgy is the wrong word. It doesn't. It just feels unusual, an unusually late cancellation. Is what late, I'm maybe a bit lazy. Thinking maybe, but maybe. Don't know. I'm not sure. I yeah. mean, hopefully there's just nothing to it and it's done, but. Um, yeah, we hope we hope there's something to it. We're in one of those moods, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. That's what Just I think generally of, pissed of off. your selection policy. Just generally pissed off. Um, high drama at the wreck where Bath shot out to a lead. Sale fought back, and mm. then Faf de Klerk missed a penalty in the last minute. It was quite quite funny because at the end he he missed it and he dropped straight to his. Now, if, you, if you've played, if you've played, you know straight away that he's got cramp in his calves, mm. right? He drops straight down with the commentator. Said, "Oh, he's down and he's distraught. Fafter Clerk is distraught, and he stands up grinning after his cramps gone. <laughs> he's like, oh. no, he's fine.' Um, but yeah, I mean, that was there's, there's not a huge amount to talk about. Bath Bath played well actually. Sailor got a lot of power, came back into it. Cipriani played well. Um, lovely little out, arcing outside break for the outside run for the um, on an outside arc for the Glanville try. A mm. um, couple of lovely touches. He looked good." You look really good. Um, and that could have been, I mean, it's one of those ones where, look, Bath shouldn't have won that game, but, you know, you can't always blame a kicker, I don't think. Are we seeing a bit of a turnaround at Bath now, yeah. do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it looks like it. They do look better. They do look better. They're and, too um, big a club, mate, to just yeah filter away. They've yeah. got to come back. I think, they, they used to be the heavyweights of Europe, of England. Yeah. When I was playing, won everything, didn't we? Uh, won the Heineken Cup, won the World Cup when I played. Challenge. Um, I was at London Irish against Saints mm. and 42-22 to Saints. That does not represent the game at all. 8-0 um, to Irish going well and if it had finished 42-8, that would have been a fair reflection. Saints absolutely hammered them. Oh, really? I thought you were going to say the other way around. No, hammered them. Saints hammered them. And they tore them apart. Mm. London Irish were really inaccurate. i tell you what it felt like. Paddy Jackson, who's played really well for them this season, like, it felt like they had a plan to get the ball wide or 13 channel and wider. And yeah. he got the ball and just flung it there, whether there was anyone there or not. Time after time, they passed to, the, passed to no one, passed to the floor. It was weird, so inaccurate. That's okay if you've got someone like Caleb Clark or Rad Radra, because... People hang off them, but if you just throw in passes like that all the time, defence will just shift straight off, like what Wales yep. do a lot. Right. Van Bigger throws it really early. Teams can just drift off him, and then what was a one-on-one or a bit of space, gone straight away. Doesn't work. Yep. Doesn't work. You've got to have you've got to have a little bit of cuteness, and you've got to have decoys, and someone's got to hold someone somewhere. Yep. Hmm. Um, so the midfield, uh, Dingwall and Hutchinson were outstanding. Yeah. The Courtney Laws 
back from England. He was outstanding. Really Lewis like Ludlam hasn't played for six weeks. He was class. Yeah, Dingwall. Because I was standing in the tunnel, right? Don't usually do the interviews in the tunnel, but did them in the tunnel. So you're right next to the lads. And some of them are normal-sized blokes yeah. who are on the weights a bit. Yeah. And some of them are huge. Yeah. Like genuinely huge men. Like Will Goodrick Clark, the prop, is huge. Piers O'Connor looks huge. Yeah, I don't, don't know actually, but they're just some of them are. They're in, they're in studs and they're in big big boots. They're probably an inch and a half, nearly two inches taller than they really are, and all that. But they just look huge. Um, Fraser Dingwall is obviously a big bloke, but he's not giant. He's not unbelievably quick. He's not ferociously strong, but he plays. All round, he's so effective and he plays so hard because mm. he's not a big guy, but you see him running these hard lines, these crash balls, and you're like, God, he's a unit. And you think he's actually not a massive unit. Yeah. Neither's Hutchinson. They're just brave yeah. and strong. Conrad Smith, another one? Yeah, another one. I mean, life's easier if you're just bigger. Rugby, Van Rensburg's They're just rugby Irish players. They, they just get, you know, yeah. they've got rugby intelligence of knowing yeah. where to be, you know, knowing where to stand. You know, knowing yeah. when it's on, knowing you, knowing the right depth, knowing when to hit short lines, knowing when not to, when to back off, when to slow your feet down. You're right, they're just, they're just, you can tell they've never been big or strong, or not Not that they're not, but like compared to other players, because yeah. they've had to rely on other skills. On being good. Yeah. Yeah. And they are. Like Dan Carter said once, they were talking about the age group stuff they do and do it on body weight at the lower young age, you know, young ages in um, mm. junior rugby in New Zealand and he said well there's pros and cons to it because I grew up having to avoid massive guys and tackle ma- tackle massive guys when they had the ball and avoid them when I had the ball and it helped so mm. it's like actually there's two ways to look at it you know um, I think he said that but that was it was really entertaining but it was London Irish's big St. Patrick's Day party and they, they got they got hammered which is not great for them. You feel for them. A lot, a lot of work goes into days like that. Um, Bristol should have beaten Saracens at Tottenham. Um, Billy Vunapola probably should have had a yellow card for a knock-on, deliberate one-handed knock-on. Owen Farrell definitely should have had a yellow card for his shoulder charge that he didn't mm-hmm. get a yellow. That helps Bristol. And then Joe Joyce, who's just Bristol legend, makes an unbelievable run down the right-hand side at the end of the game. Unbelievable. The dummy, the proper speed, like wheels. Yeah. And delays are parts when he doesn't have to, and that probably means when he gives it, it's forward. And they were away, and they were winning that game, and it was epic. Mm. And um, yeah, I mean, Sarri's fine ways to win, good on them, but that is brutal for Bristol. I watched um, Exeter Leicester yesterday. Chris Ashton now level, isn't he, with Tom Vandell? Yeah. He's one more, scored two tries yesterday. Um, that first crossfield kick for his try is mm. just perfection by George Ford, isn't it? It's amazing. Perfection, mate. Absolutely amazing. I, I had to rewind it to see why, um, why X's defence was so narrow. Because yeah, you shouldn't be scoring like that. Because no. Hodge is rapid and still gets nowhere near him, yeah. really, does he? No, so, but the why kick, was it so narrow? Um, I think the scrum before um, Nandolo was really tight, and I think they just break off, and the ball comes out a little bit scrappy, and everyone's really tight. Um, and I think they got pen advantage anyway. And because they they hang around Nandolo in that midfield, it's got everyone's eyes are on there, so everyone has to stand a little bit narrower because you know you don't want Nandolo on a one on one because he's just going to go through. So you need two people really to to take him, and and the kick is just the kick makes it obviously. You know, it's not just a crossfield yeah. kick. If that kick is a little bit too long, it goes straight into touch. If it's a little bit too short then Hodge is getting there. It is it's perfect. Absolutely perfect. Um and then Exeter they get all their timing wrong and Witten ends up trying to throw a a pass. He panics a little bit. I thought it was really good line speed from Kelly and Porter all day really. Um just yep. putting pressure on Dan Kelly's really good. I yeah. think he's gonna play for England this summer. On that Exeter midfield and Witten ends up throwing a, a loose pass and Ashton gets on it and you think, ah oh, has he got enough? He just starts zigzagging like all good players do when they're being chased down. Gets over for his second. Um, but it was, a, it was a good performance. Losing George Ford as well. He thought that might be an issue. It's not. Freddie Burns is playing really well at yeah. the moment. It's, obviously, George Ford is, is going to start for Leicester. But 
there's not much difference at the moment between him and Burns in the way they're playing. Play, yeah, both play it, very Freddie's similar. playing really well. Yeah. Playing really well. And what, you know, traditionally what's happened, the, the reason, the reason probably that George's first choice and Freddie's second choice is that isn't that George can do things that Freddie can't. There are times when George does things that I think not many fly-offs in the world can do. So that, that there are times when that is the case. But yeah. it's more that George operates at whatever the percentage is. He operates close to his best almost always. Yeah. Whereas Freddie has been known to fluctuate at times and oh yeah, you know, and can be brilliant, but can be less brilliant at times. So it's almost like that consistency thing is what consistency is great that's what you get from AJ McGinty it's what you got from Stephen Myler you know but George George Ford's consistency is at like 85% so he's consistently brilliant you know so there's that's the difference isn't it do you reckon this is we're seeing a sort of change now in Exeter because Exeter and Saracens dominated for quite a few years and they're not they don't quite have the same stamp on games anymore it's not it's not a given Exeter Playing at home, Sandy Park are going to win. They've lost seven know. this season at home. Mm. Yep, I think it's seven, five or seven. Yeah, and I, there's there's not no. loads of changes either. There's not. You look at the team, and it's not like they've lost. You know, player after player, there's still uh, quite a big core of the team there. You think of Slade, Witten, Simmons, both of them, um, Ewers, Gray, yeah, Hepburn. There's loads of players that are still there, but. For whatever reason, have they been found out? Do you think you know teams know you know teams know that if they can defend against them first second phase really well, then they sort of run out of options. Yeah, I think I found out. I don't know. I think that there is no team that's ever just dominated forever. There isn't no. one, and every team that's dominating, like if Leicester go on a run for a few seasons now, there will be a point in the next ten years where they are way off where they are at the moment. They just, it will come. Yeah, it happens. It just happens. And other teams, probably through desperation, through investing a lot of effort and time and money and losing, almost try harder to evolve. And less, and Exeter will have tried to evolve, but it hasn't quite worked. It hasn't mm. quite worked. And I sort of look at one area I look at, like two seasons ago or 18 months ago, I was looking at their <clears throat> forward pack thinking, as great as some of these names are, they could probably do with signing a couple of units in here. And, you know, I'm talking about sort of around the prop area because their first choice props really good, but the backup wasn't quite there and you need the backup if you're going to be a top team. And that's just one position. But then I also, so I looked at Tom Francis leaving and he's not, you know, with respect, he's not the most active player around the field, but he can hold a scrum up for you a lot of the time. Mm. And, that is really handy and he can put loose heads under pressure and win you penalties, get you out of trouble, win you territory and points. Very useful. So he went, wasn't quite replaced probably because of financial reasons or whatever. But then you look at scrum half and you think when Nick White left, they got some good young, the Maunders are good boys. Like Stu Townsend's really good. He's back fit now. But when Nick White left, they looked a different team almost from the week up the day he left. Um, he was such a handful, kicking, he was all over you know, defences were terrified of him. He could do everything. And I think, you know, having a wage cap reduced by a couple of million quid hasn't helped, but it's no. quite difficult. They're thinking, well, we can save ourselves three or 400 grand and not sign a world-class fly-off here, a scrum half. But I think it has, I think it's hurt them not having one. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But, but, you know, they, it's one of, they're one of those teams, they could still go and win the league. I mean, you watch on, you watch the game yesterday and you think they're not going to. But they could. Yeah. There's a few teams that could. Oh, they've got the, they've go got the player quality. They're just yeah. It's just not clicking. I but Dave viewers, mate. Mm. Tigers top of the no, best team in England by a mile. Well, by a mile, but on points this season, and they still can't stop Dave viewers. Yeah. Well, he's amazing, isn't he? They should sign him. That's what they should do. <laughs> they should. Some. Well, I think that though. Sometimes, like you know, he's he's a big bloke, and he has the massive impact in games carrying but not all the time not every single carry like some players do like Simmons does but I know he scored a try but other times he's just properly tackled straight down goes straight to the ground yeah it's like oh you can get him but you the, can the, get him the problem with him is he doesn't stop no he doesn't but like like a pick a mole like you can never really get him in you know in his prime yeah you know like Simmons is another one 
on it. You see, Gregory the, Aldrich. Yeah, like Ewers does get a, a couple of big carries, but other times, you know, his legs, his knees are snapped together, and he's just straight down. But then you can. Problem is, he does it twenty times a game, mm. and he always ends up. Quite often, you'll see him doing damage in the like the fourth quarter, and for someone who's one hundred and twenty-five kilos, yeah, he's massive. It's quite man. unusual. He he does a lot of damage towards the end of halves because people are knackered from tackling him, yeah. And he just keeps going and going, and it's like he gets battered, gets up, gets battered, and then in the end, he's knocking defenders over, and he also puts he also defends well. He puts a lot of good shots in. Do you know so what? He's I, very I hate, useful. You know, sometimes you do like when you're playing and training, you do like live contact sessions and players you you know you'd you'd have a tackle suit on and there'd be four or five players stood behind each yeah. other with like the space of like 10 meters and in groups of four or five you know you had to beat those defenders imagine him and you're the last defender and he's got a 10 oh, yard off. run up on you and off. you're not allowed to pass before you've got to pass after contact basically yeah oh my god mate you're, you're doing a What's soak the up there aren't you Unless you're Jasper Visa, what's the point? Uh, like in a game, it's different because I was a lot braver in a game because I had to be. But in training, I didn't really want to be brave. Just wanted yeah, to get through it. it. Yeah. Got to have a Nando's. Yeah, but yeah, that, that'd be my worst ever. That'd be, that'd be a nightmare. Um, dod- dodging around a bit again. Uh, Max Malins looked really sharp, which is good to see because he mm. got dropped by England. <clears throat> Scored a couple of tries. He looked rapid when he went through the middle there. Um, also, Wasp beat Newcastle last kick of the game. Jimmy Gopeth, if he'd missed that kick, like Fafter Clerk did, it would have been two twenty-four alls with a penalty kick missed in the last second. Jack Willis looked Which good, really good. Mm. Ball in hand looked really good. Jimmy Gopeth, though, mate, like how old is he? Twenty-seven, twenty-eight. He's twenty-nine now. Uh, thirty-eight. I mean, I'm joking. He's thirty-eight 30, or thirty-nine. 30, He's just yeah. signed for Leicester. He's just signed for Leicester, isn't he? Yeah. I thought it was only Simon Shaw that could go on that long. He's still doing it, fella. He's still um, doing it. Who was the guy who played for Samoa, the chiropractor? Brian Lima. Brian Lima. I thought it was, thought it was only those two that could go on that long. Gops, mate. Mm-hmm. Gops, gops, gops. Um, George McGuigan, a quick word on... Obviously, Launchbury was excellent. Yep. Jack Willis was excellent. George McGuigan, hat-trick. Not a good hat-trick. I mean, one of the tries is all right, but they're just... They're malls, but they're mall tries, but such a good player. And I said it on the highlights last night, and it's one of those things that people do hate you saying, but... I think if he played for a different club, he'd have a load of England caps by now. How old is he? I don't. He must be nearly thirty by now. Okay. But he's he played for Leicester for a bit, and it didn't quite happen because I don't know about Leicester now, but Leicester then it was almost like this is our first team. This is who we pick, and Tom Youngs would have you in a fight, so he's playing, and because he could have you in a fight, you're soft. And it's a bit. It was a little. It felt used to feel a little bit like that. Mm. I could be wrong, but it, you know, that was you speak to the lads, and it was like, well. That that's kind of how it was, but I used to, George McGuigan, I've always thought was good. I thought he was good when he was at Leicester. I thought he was a big loss for them, and he's been outstanding since he. I mean, Montoya they've got now is the best hooker in the league, but yeah, they're doing all right. But um, brilliant over the ball as well. Isn't I think McGuigan is. I think he's a brilliant rugby player, absolutely brilliant. Biggest news, right, to come out of the URC this weekend is Edinburgh are the first team to win in South Africa this year. Beat the Sharks, didn't they? They did. Um, and a lot good. of teams, a lot of good teams have gone out to um, South Africa and lost. So Munster have, um, Ulster have, and Edinburgh were the first team. And I thought when the South African franchises come into the URC, you know, they came over and they found it quite tough to start with. You think, oh, right, you know, are they going to be up to, are they going to be up to the level of, that's that's required basically. But, yeah, teams are different at home, and altitude plays a bit of a factor in that, I think. But they're they're really good. Like they're a total different team at home as they are away from home, which you you got you are going to get. But at one stage, it didn't look like anyone was going to beat them away mm-hmm. until Edinburgh. Um, horrendous conditions, mind it was like seen out of the '95 World Cup waterlogged was pitch. It? Yeah. Like the ball hits the ground, it stops straight away. But they <laughs> just that. they just play the conditions better, and um, sharks I couldn't look after the ball. Had a, had a couple of chances, but couldn't convert them into points. And Edinburgh ended up beating them twenty-one-five. Okay. Um, yeah, so 
Good with for Cardiff, boy, against Glasgow. Yeah, that Glasgow well, team's a proper team, that. It is a proper team, and they had to fight back, and there's a couple of really good performances there. Halla Hollow, okay, player of the match. Yeah. Gets done um, by uh, Stain on a turnover ball for one of the tries, but gets himself back into it. He has a little niggle on his hamstring um, and comes off. But yeah. I'm hoping it's okay, because that's what okay. kept him out of the Six Nations. But that's anyway, if you, if you want a URC lowdown, which I'm sure you will bloody do. Of course they bloody do. Tune Tom. in Wednesday, 6 o'clock, to URC Unloaded. For myself, Tuna in. Stephen Ferris, and John Barkley. All right. Tuna in, boy. And uh, you'll get your hit there. You get your weekly hit. Can I'll let you in a minute. Um, right, so... Have we talked about... Because we had a little chat before we went online. Have we talked about Will Smith hitting Chris Rock? No, not properly. Okay. It's fake. He, I reckon he connects with him. I've got Justin Harrison texting me. Um, there's a connection, but... Who who stands there and takes a slap in the face? No one. If you're hosting the Oscars, you might. No. If if some guys walk, if if, a, if Will Smith's walking towards you in an aggressive manner, and he swings for you, what there's you no do? reaction. You'd counterpunch him, though, wouldn't you? He stands there and just takes it and smirking. And I've just retweeted mm. a little photo of them both walking off smirking. There's definitely a connection. There's definitely. A small connection of the hands. It's a slap, but nah, I'm not take, I'm not having that, mate. It's WWE, definitely. Someone got a film coming out. That's what I thought. But that's just me, and I'm, I'm really sceptical, and you know that. Yeah, I know, but then David Baddiel has said this. Um, hang on, no. David he said, the whole thing is quite a good way of bringing out those who think whenever anything like this happens that it makes them look sophisticated and, hey, wool over your eyes, sheeple, but not mine-ish by saying it was a publicity stunt. So he's now calling you smug. Um, but I, if, if it felt staged to me, but I kind of hope it was in a way because otherwise he's just gone on... Jason Manford tweeted, all I'm saying is that if comedians are going to get a slap for telling crap jokes, some of us are worried. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But there's obviously a lot of jokes by the fact that he played Muhammad Ali and he hasn't got a very good right hand and there's all that stuff. Hmm. I don't know. Felt awkward. Felt weird. Um, I don't know what the joke was. I can't. I find it so awkward I can barely watch it. But he called her G.I. Jane or something. I don't know hmm. what re- what relevance that has. I think has, I think there's no, I think there's no H in alopecia. I think that's halitosis. Alopecia. alopecia. What? Alopecia. So, so she doesn't have any hair on her head. So she looks like does GI Joe or something not Jane. have? She shaved her head in the movie Demi Moore. Oh right. Oh yeah. She did one hundred press ups in a cell. Oh yeah. I prefer her in. Indecent in proposal. proposal. <laughs> what was the other strip tease? Was that one she was in as well? Oh no, it's not my cup of tea. Um, disclosure for a top boy disclosure uh, I started watching Peaky Blinders as well by the way good I'm a couple into that have you seen it nope nope um, is it worth it, it? Good. Um, are they all because I find them all the same they are a bit all the same yeah it is good it is good he's brilliant Killian Murphy's brilliant and yeah it, it needs to crack on a bit I'm only three and I think it needs to crack on a bit this is the last series and that feels about right that's what I'd say okay. to you, boy. But yeah, it is worth it. Yeah. Okay. All right. There we are. Um, and I'm not Luke getting Pierce, Sky Glass, I don't think. Luke Pierce had to tweet. Even, I know refs don't get everything right. Okay. So. You can't. You, you're never going to get it. It's, it's human error. So you're going to miss offsides. You're going to miss people coming in from the side. But his whole respect he has for players, um, the way he trusts his TMO so he doesn't stop the game continuously, it's just the communication he has with his TMO. Yeah. And he trusts them. So if he misses something, he knows they're going to be in his ear to say, Luke, you might not want to have a look at that. The the way he's, he speaks to players, the tone he uses, his voice, how calm he is, he's brilliant. Yeah. And I just had to tweet it yesterday, what a great ref he is. Because, well, I agree, I think he's fantastic. And I know, yeah, I know you like him a lot as well. I think he's absolutely fantastic, yeah. Mm. Um, that was all. You can tell by the way he refs that he's a good bloke and that the lads 
the lads know that too. Yeah. And they they respect him. And now and again, he'll get the odd bit of back chat, but they respect him. They they all think he's brilliant too. Same with Barnsley, same with Nigel. Yeah, you know, exactly you, it. You know, you're not getting player, you're not getting too many players. You get the odd one, um, really disrespecting them and questioning them. Dan Barnsley refereed um, Irish Saints at the weekend and Dan Bigger was down for a bit after the whistle had gone. Mm. And he said, are you all right? And Bigger said something along the lines of, they're stamping all over me, they're stamping all over my ankles here. And he went, oh God, well, yeah. Some, Barnsley said something like, oh, well, you'll be all right. <laughs> and sort of carried on. And he ran back over and the TMO must have asked him something like, is he all right? He goes, well, he was laughing as he said it, so I think that means he's okay. So let's just carry on. <laughs> it's just like... Like very what you good. say to your kids. Yeah, exactly. I'm not feeling yeah. very well. I don't I, I don't know if I want to go to school. Yeah, you'll be fine. Get your clothes on. Go you'll on. be fine. You'll be absolutely fine. And then you got a call yeah, from it's school really good. at 11 o'clock saying, can you pick them up? They're really ill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I'm in London. I've just seen you in Bath. Mm. Oh, we're waffling now, aren't we? Yeah, well done, boy. See you in okay. a bit. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. 